Okay, before I go further, I'll just deal with a very short elephant in the room. I'm a short man. This fact I'm aware of, but it doesn't stop five-year-olds from pointing it out with regularity. I don't care for the term vertically challenged. Not because it makes me sound short, but because it makes me sound like I have trouble maintaining a 90-degree angle to the ground. As you can see, I don't have a problem with my verticality. Used to. Um, so, I am vertically challenged, I admit it. But if I'm vertically challenged, then it's also true that I'm horizontally gifted. Careful. I'm short and fat. <laughs> I'm not as fat as I was, though. Two years ago, I had my hips, my hips replaced. A double hip replacement surgery. I had to. Um, I ran 10 marathons in my 30s and 40s. And I just ran my hips into the ground. I learned that when it comes to marathons, you really only need one or two. <laughs> Naturally, the idea was alien to me. If you guys can relate. That hurts. I'm so sure that when I go to the airport and I go through the security check, my titanium hips set off the alarm, but the guy's ankles start flashing. <laughs> Are you sure you're not wearing an ankle bracelet, Mr. Quite sure. I was watching a, I was watching a, the History Channel, and I saw this uh, show where they were talking about the Nazis, and uh, I learned that in order to be in the SS, you had to be at least five foot six inches tall. And I have to admit, a tiny part of me was like, damn. <laughs> Not that I wanted to be a Nazi, that I wanted to be taller so I could do other non-Nazi things like ride roller coasters. Yeah. It made me wonder, did the SS have a guy standing there with a wooden stick that said you must be this tall to be a Nazi? <laughs> okay, I'll get to the good stuff. <laughs> I don't have a ton of friends, but the truth is I've never actually weighed them. <laughs> Some are pretty fat, so I might. Uh, I was born premature. My whole life I've had the irresistible urge to interrupt conversations with underdeveloped ideas. <laughs> um, I had a rescue dog named Rorschach. It was very difficult to tell what breed he was. You have to look at him and decide for yourself. <laughs> Let's see what else I got here. Oh, a friend of mine told me that uh, someone he knew had a traumatic brain injury. And it got me thinking, do we really need the traumatic in that name? Like, if you hurt yourself so bad that you injured the inside of your head, Maybe traumatic goes without saying. I had a brain injury. Oh my God, it must have been traumatic. No, no, not this one. Thank you. I can't stand it when people tell me how old their children are in months. Mainly because I'm bad at math. Up to 12, I'm good. But if it gets over like 14, 
I just start nodding like the baby must be just the right size. Because I have no idea how big it's supposed to be. Oh my god, look at her. Isn't she something for 19 months? I'm trying to do the math in my head, the stupid improper fraction. I understand why they do it though, because if you keep it in months, it makes you feel like maybe your baby's not growing up too fast. I'm not a mathematician, but I'm pretty sure your age is your age, regardless of what denomination you use to express the numeral. Some people take it way too far. Oh my gosh, look at her, she's 24 months. Even I can do that, 24 times by 12 is two. You can just say she's two years old. I feel like doing it to them. Oh my God, look at me, aren't I something for 572 months? Grow my belly, I've grown so much since I was 480. Uh, I got a friend who told me that two years ago, doctors gave his grandmother six months to live. And he said, she's 96 and still kicking. And I said, maybe you should advise her to stop kicking and she might live even longer. Sure, she might miss the NFL money, but eventually the concussions are gonna catch up over there. That's for everybody. Um, I like watching sports on TV, but I've given up on watching the NBA. There's just too much scoring. Like to the point where it's meaningless. You can just tune in for the last three minutes. It's 125 to 125, and you just saved yourself from watching 250 points that basically don't matter. And then there's soccer. Soccer is, um, they have the easiest to please fans in the world. I was watching a soccer match, and the announcer said, coming up at halftime, highlights from the Manchester-Liverpool 0-0 tie. <laughs> Highlights. Like, I can't wait to see all the ways they didn't score. I'll do a couple more. Thank you. This isn't jokes, this is just a note that says you can do it. Um, I got a friend who loves red meat. He's always afraid that he's gonna run out stocking up on it. But he's not very bright. I sold him an insurance policy with mutual of Omaha steaks <laughs> to protect against the eventuality. Oh, I like, I gotta tell you this story. I like fried plants. That's probably my favorite thing to eat. And the other day, I was hungry and at home and I didn't feel like cooking. So I called Fish Cove and ordered fried clams. And uh, the guy said, when I finished my order, the guy said, okay, can I have a name? I said, yeah, it's Sam. And he said, okay, Sam. And then as normal as can be, he said, your clams will be ready in three and a half minutes. I was standing in my kitchen and I started to panic. Even if I leave the house right now, there's no way I'm gonna get there in time. And I was, what's the three and a half minutes? Are they timing this cooks with an Olympic stopwatch? Yes. So I got down there and the guy was looking at me disappointed. Your clams have been sitting here for six minutes and 18 seconds. Yeah, okay, that one's not for everybody. How about this one? Since we're on the topic of food, have you ever enjoyed a meal that you ate with a spork? 
I get the idea. Combine a spork, I mean a spoon and a fork, and then you get one utensil. But what they ended up doing was eliminating the effective parts of both utensils. It's too shallow for soup, and you can't even spear a tater tot with it. I can't believe a competing company hasn't come out with the food. <laughs> right? Um, I got a buddy who's no matter what's wrong with you, he tells you to drink more water. Like, oh, headaches? You need to drink more water. Insomnia? Dude, you gotta drink more water. Constipation? Or diarrhea? For some reason, both of them call for more water. Dyslexia? Are you hydrating, dude? Drowning? You're drowning? You know what you need. Um, I saw a commercial for Pacifico beer. I get frustrated when um, advertisements are not really selling me a product, but more like an appealing idea of myself. And the slogan was Pacifico beer for those who follow their own path. And I thought to myself, I wonder if early on in the brewing process, like before they perfected the formula, they didn't have the right amount of hops or something. They put a bunch of batches out and people were drinking it and following all the wrong paths. <laughs> How the hell did we get here? We're gonna have to start drinking better beer. <laughs> I like that. Oh, have you ever heard this uh, expression? Thank you. This saying, um, inch by inch, life is a cinch. Yard by yard, life gets hard. Meter by meter, it's for fucking Canadians. <laughs> just a couple more, I promise, just a couple more. Right. My sobriety date is uh, August 29th, uh, 2018. So I still consider myself a rookie. Um, the old timers make me carry their bags. <laughs> perform sexual things. Just, they don't make me do it. They don't make me do it. All right, here we go. This is the good stuff. I promise. This will be my, my, my big finish. Um, I was an English teacher. And so I know English teachers always have a bad reputation for correcting the way people talk. Like, I try not to do it. Um, like, I won't get all bent out of shape if you say irregardless. If you're wondering why you shouldn't say irregardless, ask yourself what regardless means. It's the same thing. How about this one? When people take two words that sound the same and just combine them. Like I know people who say lackadaisical. It's either lax or lackadaisical. Not your favorite combination. It reminds me of like a dyslexic version of the electric company with the two faces. Lax. Lackadaisical. Lackadaisical. <laughs> Thank you for watching the Dyslectric Company. <laughs> Thank you. I was a, a special ed teacher for years. thing about that is you can only teach special ed for so long before you start to feel like a genius. But I taught in the inner city. So I know not to let my short-ass, bald-headed-ass ego get too big. They have a way of keeping you centered when you teach for them. I work at Price Chopper, where our casual approach to customer service allows us to bring you consistently lower prices. 
And that's true. Um, I work for FedEx. Uh, I was driving, nobody ever gives me credit when I tell them how hard it was to work at FedEx. Like, that was one of the jobs that I was most proud of, loading trailers. And um, I was in the car telling my dog, my dog's name is Sadie, not Rorschach. <laughs> She's a Labradoodle, and um, they're obviously very popular now. Um, super smart, um, and very, very people friendly. But my dog has a mind of her own. I sometimes wish she cared a little bit more about me. So we're driving in the car, and I see a FedEx truck coming toward me, and I'm like, Sadie? And she's like, yes, Sam. <laughs> and I say, you see that truck? She said, if you mean the blue and white one, yes. So smart. Uh, I said, I used to work for that. And uh, she said, who gives a shit? And looked out the window. <laughs> I work in an office that has cubicles. That's true. Uh, and uh, you can't really see anybody, but you can hear conversations. And uh, I overheard one woman telling another woman about her dog psychic. And I thought, I couldn't go back to work. I was like, is her dog a psychic? Or does her dog see a psychic? And if so, is that psychic a person or a dog? I decided it didn't matter. You got to think that the effects of marijuana were probably discovered accidentally. Like there was this probably primitive jungle tribe throwing everything they had on the fire just to keep it going. Weed happened to be there. But the next morning, they were like, wasn't last night's bonfire like the best one we've had in months? <laughs> yeah, but who ate all the bananas? <laughs> in college, I thought I wanted to be a broadcaster, um, but I realized I don't like any of them. Like, the NFL season just ended, and it, it was like 32 different reporters and cities bringing us stuff about the players that's absolute minutia. I had a chance to catch up with Kyler Murray at the Cardinals training facility in time to ask him about his pregame defecation. He said that while the bowel movement was a bit runny, it wasn't what he would call, quote, total diarrhea. <laughs> Newscasters aren't any better. Something in your kitchen cabinet could kill you. Find out what at 11. <laughs> Thank you. Radio commercials drive me nuts. Oh. I wonder, like, the broadcasters all end up sounding the same. Like, I wonder, do they pull them aside in broadcasting school and say, your days of talking normally are over. From now on, you're going to sound just like this. Like, do they talk that way at home? Thank you for preparing this delicious meal, honey. Please pass the potatoes. <laughs> potatoes, back to you. <laughs> Radio car commercials. Hello, Syracuse. It's Tommy from Carter Brothers Ford, inviting you to come check out the 2023 Ford Inventory. It's so personal when he addresses me by the name of my city. <laughs> He's Tommy. I'm on a first name basis with him. I want to call him up. Be like, hey, can I speak to Tommy? Yeah, can I tell him who's calling? Yeah, tell him it's Syracuse. <laughs> what the hell's a caboodle? I'm guessing it's complicated because you have to get the whole kit with it. <laughs> Hmm. How about this? People who tell you that's the last thing you needed. Like, so am I to understand that it is on the list? 
like getting shot in the face. That's the last thing you need to happen. Wake up, good breakfast, go for a walk, shot in the face. There it is right there at the end. The last thing you need. <laughs> How about this one? People that'll be talking to you and then they'll stop and say, that said, and then they'll continue talking. I know that was said. I was here. I'm starting to regret that now. Just say your next thing. I'll try to keep it in mind that that was said right before it so I don't get confused as you explain your complicated opinion. How about people who ask themselves questions in conversation and then answer them? Do I like to ask myself questions out loud and answer them? Yes, I do. Do I wish I could drop this pretentious habit? Sometimes. Do I also refer to myself in the third person like a complete tool? As hard as Sam tries, sometimes he can't help himself. Oh, people say, you can take that to the bank. Turns out you can take anything to the bank. But if it isn't money or something like it, they just look at you sympathetically and then help the next person in line. They said I could bring this here. <laughs> How about people who take an ordinary name and then insist that we all mispronounce it for them? Oh, hi, Ian. No, 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 no. It's Ian. Oh, I didn't realize you were a nuisance. In that case, I'm Samuel. And this is my wife, Elizabeth. Enjoy that pain in the ass for the rest of the conversation. <laughs> Uh, how about people at Christmas time who cover their front door in wrapping paper? It's confusing. It's like somebody gave them a door for Christmas and they haven't opened it. Is it a hockey stick? No, keep guessing. Uh, how about this one? I always get like interested in where words came from. Like how is it used the first time? Um, like Bush League. Like, Raph, you're gonna call that man, that's Bush League. I gotta imagine, sometime back in the day, there was a bunch of people, and they were all playing somewhere, and there was only enough of a grassy area for the really good players. They got to use it. How come we can't play over there? Just go play over there. But it's all bushy over there. Well, then I guess you better work harder. Not for everybody. How about this one? This is my last one. Miracle Whip. Is it? <laughs> do you think maybe the people in the test group were a little bit too easily impressed? How do you like your sandwiches? They're kind of bland. Try this on. Okay. What do you think now? Miraculous. <laughs> Boys, I think we got our name. <laughs> I hate it. It'd be a miracle if I finished the sandwich. Oh, hold on. My phone is ringing. It's Sadie. Hello? Yeah, uh, 10 minutes. It depends on if you want the noodles to be al dente. She's so smart. Mm -hmm. Hey, while I got you, I was just talking about Miracle Whip. I can't stand it. I think it ruins a sandwich. What do you think? Yeah, uh, okay, that's pretty much what I thought. She doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. That was